But let's give it up right now for Noah. Noah's been bringing some money. You might want to use this so we can pick you up on the camera. Is it going? Mm-hmm. I asked that, and then it makes it look silly on the recording. All right, how's everybody doing today? Good. Yeah. Uh, that's what I like to hear. How many of you guys are happy to be blessed to be here, to be uh, worshiping God, to be hearing the word, to be together, be part of the community? Amen. All right, so I just, um, I, I think that that was a really good start, talking about love. Love is very important. Love is, yes, if we really do walk in a way of love, there's a lot of things that we cannot do, and there's a lot of things that we have to do. There's a lot of things that we have to think about more, and I think... One of those things is forgiveness. Today I wanted to talk about forgiveness and how forgiveness is power. So the first thing I wanted to ask everybody. How many people can you think of who hurt you or mistreated you? And how many people can you think of that you're still mad at? We got time for this? But have you, for, have you forgiven those people? Yes. And... And, and if, if for some of you that say, no, I, I haven't, or yes, I am still mad, I just, I want to talk about how, how we can do that and dive into the Word and how, how we can learn to forgive because forgiveness really is power. The first scripture I wanted to talk to you guys about is Luke chapter 6, 27 through 28. It says that, uh, and this was Jesus' words himself, um, it says, but to who are, you who are listening, I say Love your enemies, and do good to those who hate you, and bless those who curse you, and pray for those who mistreat you. Um, This is the new international version. The Amplified Translation also says, make it a practice to do good to those who hate you. We'll revisit that in a minute. Um, You know, I feel like in the normal world, and in the world that we live in, and a lot of the, you know, the norm of just, especially our generation, is a lot of this sounds crazy. You know, what? Well, why should I love those who hate me? Why should I love my enemies? Why should I do good to those who hate me or who curse me, who want to see me fail, who pray on my downfall? Why should I pray for those people? Uh, we hurt, we, 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 as people, hold a lot of bitter and negative feelings towards others because of the same feelings they hold towards us. As people who live in the flesh, we find it hard not to cling on to negative and resentful thoughts, especially towards those who have wronged us or hurt us. We'll find that often it takes effort to let go of our bitterness towards others, and it really does. Um, We often want to exact our own authority onto those who wronged us rather than pray and let God do the rest. So how do we make it a practice to do good to those who mistreat us? Next scripture I want to show you guys is Proverbs 25, verse 21 through 22. And it says that if your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. And in doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head, and the Lord will reward you. Um, it's hard to be a forgiving person. And it takes effort. But I really like this scripture because it is simple. It's direct. Just love those who have, who are, who we see as our enemies. Mm-hmm. Show, give them what they can't give us. Yeah. Right. You, we got to think about the fact: why does this person hate me? 
or why do they act this way, or, or why do they direct this negative energy towards me? And, and maybe it's because they're lacking love, right? I, our job as Christian people is to love, right? To love our, our neighbor as ourselves, you know, as we want to be loved, as God has loved us. As people in the Spirit, our job is to love others despite the circumstances. We're all people who God loves equally, making our enemies our neighbors. We're all people who live on the same level. The two great commandments are to go love the Lord, our God, with all our hearts, but then to love our neighbors as ourselves. To those of you who are wondering how love ties into this message, let's dive into 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 5. Which says, and I want you guys to remember this one. Hold this, hold this to your heart. Love is patient. Love is kind. And it does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. And it keeps no records of wrongs. I think a part of how we should forgive others is to not be self-seeking. Step one of forgiving somebody is to step out of yourself. When we're angry, we hold on to negative things. We hold on to, oh, oh well, they, man, they, they, this person should have done this to me. Man, that's really wrong. That's really messed up. Why did they do this to me? We hold on to these things. And it's hard to let go. But the first step is to step out of yourself. To not be self-seeking. And then to not keep records of wrongs. Right, right. We are people. We are all sinners. Everybody you meet, everybody you love is going to do something that disappoints you. Right, right. You're going to let other people down. You're, you're going to fail, and other people are going to fail you. Right. And that is just our nature and our biology as people. But God doesn't do any of that. Come on. When our job is to love others, part of that job is to forgive. We shouldn't be holding on to those bitter and negative thoughts towards others because those thoughts are not of God. They are of the flesh. We should be praying against those thoughts in Jesus' name. Understand that God has forgiven you. He's forgiven me. He's forgiven all of us. And if we, if our goal is to love as God loves us, our, our, our goal is to not love of our own understanding, but of His. Right, right. Step one is to step out of yourself, not be self-seeking, and to love like Jesus has loved us, to forgive like Jesus has forgiven us. Another scripture I wanted to show you guys was Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. And it says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God has forgave you. Our goal is to aim to become more like Jesus. To live as He did. To love like He did. And to forgive like He did. So another question I wanted to ask you is when you are mad at someone, have you considered what that person has been through? Have you tried switching perspectives? Stepping out of yourself and into theirs? And have you ever thought to pray for those, for that person, for our enemies? Thank you guys for hearing me today. Yeah.
Sarah, if you'll come play something for us, so I'm going to quit talking. Man, what a good word from God, guys. Forgiveness is such a part of our life. If there's one thing you can count on, it's, I'm sorry, I moved that right away from you. If there's one thing you can count on in life, it's that people are going to make mistakes. People are going to mess up. People are going to say things that hurt you. People are going to do things that hurt you. It's just the way of life. And no matter what, like, God has always taught that we're supposed to forgive, that we're supposed to be like Him, and we're supposed to wipe the slate clean. And that was just an amazing message that He brought to remind us of that. And while He was speaking, there was something that uh, an, old, an older lady in our church a while back brought to my attention from that first scripture that he read. I don't know. It probably wasn't the first scripture. I always say the first scripture was not the first. Yes, it was Luke. It was Luke. It was the first one. It was the first one. But it talks about praying for those who mistreat you. And he said that if you're no, it was Proverbs. <laughs> I knew better than arguing with the guy who just preached, right? No, but in Proverbs, he talks about being good to the people you know, who are who mistreat you. And it says here, in doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head, and the Lord will reward you. Now, I've always heard that scripture was like, that's not a good thing. Who wants hot coals on their head? And and it made me feel like that scripture was saying that if I'm nice to him, I'm kind of being mean to him in a way, right? And I was talking to an older lady at her church, and she was like, we, we read the scripture, and she was like, that's not at all what that scripture's saying. She was like, in this day and age, like one of the hardest things for people, like if you watch any survival shows, it's starting fire. Fire is the hardest thing. Like you always gotta have a fire burning in your house. Like nowadays we take it for granted. We got gas, we just turn on our stove, we cook our food, we're warm, we're, we're all comfortable. But in, in, when this was written, it wasn't that way. These people, their houses were cold and they couldn't eat and they couldn't survive. But every time you visit a friend's house and somebody who cared about you, they had this little bowl that was made out of like metal that you could carry something hot and it wouldn't burn you. And they would put they would go to their own fire and they would pull out one of their hot coals and they would put it in that. And the person would carry it over their head all the way home. And they would use that hot coal to light the fire in their own house. And ever since that lady pointed that out to me that scripture has changed. It's changed the way I look at it. We're not praying for people like the country song where I hope a pot falls off and hits you in the head. I hope your car breaks down. That's not what it's talking about. That's not real forgiveness, guys. Like Real forgiveness is letting it go. Real forgiveness is hoping the best for them. The real forgiveness is wanting them to be better. I, I One time I, I was watching like a court thing and there was a... A kid on there who was, his brother was murdered by his wife and self-defense, you know, there was, there was a whole court case over it. But at one point in the court case, the kid, the brother of the kid who, who was passed away was like on the stand and he started crying. He looked at the judge and he was like, I forgive her. And he was like, I want the best for her. 
Like, I don't want her to be punished for this. Like, I wish it never happened, but I genuinely want the best for her life. And he asked the judge, like, can I go hug her? And he, like, went down and he, like, gave her a hug. And, like, in that moment, like, it hit me so hard. Like, she, she you know, was responsible for his brother passing away. And in that moment, like, he wanted to comfort her. And he wanted to make sure she was okay. And it was like, that was the greatest, like, display of real forgiveness that I, I can remember, other than Christ dying on the cross for all of our sins yeah. in, a, in a beautiful way. So, let's stand up tonight. So many times that's the case. Like he said, thinking about what other people have gone through. You don't understand somebody else's discomfort. You don't understand what they've gone through to make them act the way they're acting towards you that's causing you pain. Right. But I know if we pray for people, we can we can bless them with some hot coals. We can make them more comfortable in their life. We can make it to where they can eat and be happy. And a lot of times that bounces back to us when we start getting treated better because they're in a better place in their life. So what a great message, Noah. Right on point. So let's take a second, guys. Singers, if you guys want to come up here, Candy, if you'll come up here and help me. We're going to take one second. We're going to spend some time with God. Because I'll tell you what, if you want to forgive people like Jesus and you want to live like Jesus, you're going to have to spend some time with Jesus. Like, if you spend enough time with people, you start to act alike. You start to, start to like the same things. You start to see the same way. And that's why we spend time with God. That's why we have this time. It's for us to be in His presence and let Him make us more like Him. So if everybody will, let's all come down front.